Ranting Blue Penguin. Uh, welcome to the next iteration of the evolution of my supporters. Uh, what we're going to try to do now is uh, I've got uh, Danielle here. She's one of the comms representatives from the KC Blue Crew, and they are the supporters group for Kansas City Current. Uh, and uh, what I'm going to have uh, Danielle do is try to sell me on why exactly should I be a supporter of uh, KC Current. This is going to be the first of 12 iterations. We're going to go through each one of the teams, let them sell us on exactly why we want to support, what it is about uh, their teams that make them want to support, and and how they maintain that support. So, uh, Danielle, I want to thank you. Welcome to, uh, to coming on here. And uh, let's uh, let's get right into it. A little bit about uh, about you and the support and, and just the 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 group that you're with yeah so i'm danielle i'm a part of the leadership board for casey blue crew i do comms all of that i've actually been part of blue crew since 2014 back mm -hmm. in the uh, we supported the first team yeah. uh in the area fc kansas city yeah. so we um we were part of that and when the team went away we kind of stayed together and then the current came and uh we were back and we are uh, bigger than we ever imagined. And there's some exciting stuff, not only, you know, soccer, but with our group. So it's it's so much fun. Yeah, we're, we're recording this uh, middle May of uh, 2023. And literally, you guys just set a record, I think, for attendance mm -hmm. for a, a NWSL game yes. uh, against San Diego Wave. Yep. Um, yeah, so... I, I went back on went on Wikipedia and found a attendance that just stuck out of my head from the FC Kansas City days. It was a Saturday televised game against Chicago. So it was mm -hmm. a rivalry game and we yep. had 970 people at that wow. game. Yep. So it's really fun to look back and see, you know, the growth. And uh, especially for uh, the, the top tier league in uh, mm -hmm. American women's soccer and uh, with the success of the women's national team and, and all of that, it, it only seems to be growing. And yeah. uh, just real quick, did, did you guys stay with uh, the team when they moved or uh, did you continue to support or you just stayed there? Some people did. I think it was yeah. all personal. Um, yeah. Technically, FC Kansas City folded. So I think that gave us a, uh, people a little more freedom to decide what to do. Yeah. Um, I Speaking for myself, I tried to be a Chicago fan. Yeah. I joined their supporter group because they're my friends. And I was like, yay, go Chicago. But, you know, it's not the same. Yeah. So. No, it never is. And then obviously welcomed them back uh, mm -hmm. a couple of years ago with open arms and, and mm -hmm. drums and flags and chants and, and all the things you could. Exactly. So so the new iteration of the team uh, did not start out with a team name, right? Uh, and then came out with a crest and, and a team name and an identity. So what uh, what what can you tell me about the team and the crest? What what do the colors mean? What, what does all of it mean uh, as yeah. far as branding? Absolutely. So a lot of it is colors that are involved in the KC scene. With you have the reds, like the football yeah. team. There's yeah. some blues part of it. Um, honestly, I'm not sure where the teal came from, but right away when teal was around, everybody embraced it. So it is as yep. much of our identity as soccer, yep. <laughs> which is fun. So um, the colors are just kind of representative of the city. The crest also, you'll see um, references to the, there's lines you can see it right there yeah. uh you can kind of it's the rivers um you have stars for the the two states because mm -hmm. technically there's missouri we're yeah. playing in kansas now so it's representative of the city of the uniqueness of it and i think it's really cool and i think that was you know at the time when they weren't going to do a team name i think people were like okay that's that's a little odd and then once they came out with it and took their time it's like this was a great decision this was yeah. great 
Yeah, um, it it yeah. looks looks beautiful. Uh, the colors mm -hmm. all really go together. You're not really getting any clashing in there. So for for those who are aesthetically inclined, it's it's definitely a good draw as far as the kits and as far as the crest. Yeah, yeah and I I think I don't think you would have got you know the the teal being so much of the identity if they would have rushed it. Mm -hmm. So yep. I think that was you know it was a great call. How, how much fan involvement was there with the uh, the crest and the and yeah. developing it? Well, I, I'm not sure the crest. I know that they hired some professionals to make that, mm -hmm. but with the team name and the rest of the identity, they did focus groups throughout the year mm -hmm. and they pulled from different areas. So it wasn't just, you know, season you know, only the rich people seats per se. It wasn't just the supporters. So they tried to right. um, take from different aspects and change that up every time. Um, so, you know, they were sending... Um, potential names throughout the season. I'm not sure mm -hmm. if the current was ever on there, but you know, they were sending that stuff to really get uh, everybody involved. Yeah. So uh, already beginnings, it sounds like you've got a very inclusive ownership group. Mm -hmm. It sounds like they're really willing to listen. Uh, looking through it, you know, uh, Angie and Chris, uh, mm -hmm. Kansas City area, uh, big in the financial, uh, and obviously Brittany Mahomes and her slightly famous husband, uh, yeah. Okay. You know, you just, you know, uh, half a billion dollar man. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that that really um, the ownership group seems to be really good. What what can you tell us uh, about your experiences with them? How How's that going? Yeah, um, so far, so good. Um, I know the the longs have been, you know, part of the soccer scene for a while. Uh, they tell a story about, you know, the World Cup in 2019 is how they yep. decided. But uh, I know they were going to games during FC Kansas City because when this started, they actually reached out personally to us, uh, specifically our founder. Um, so they they have been part of it and know and knew where they could improve. Um, so that's that's nice knowing that you know it's not people just spending money to own a sports team that they understand um, the history and you know what went wrong, what can go right uh, with. And they, you know, they're the ones who are really out in front and doing the work. Um, and then having Brittany as one of the initial ones has been great because this was, it was Brittany. It wasn't Patrick up until yeah. just a couple yep. of months ago. And yep. I think that's been great is because Brittany is a soccer player or she was a mm -hmm. soccer player. She played uh, overseas. Um, obviously, she's a Kansas City person now with Patrick playing. They're so involved in the city. So having Brittany be that person and be the, you know, face, uh, be a face and be a name was really great to get that out there. And I think she knew that she could use her name uh, mm -hmm. to help publicize it. So, yes. you know, put it on TV. The news is going to cover it because Brittany is part of it. And, you know, that's Patrick's wife. I mean, she's her own person, but, yeah. you know, being able to be like, hey, pay attention cover this team which has been nice and then i think it worked out really well that it was like that for two years and then patrick joined patrick right. owns all of kansas city he yes. except for the football team he has ownership in everything i'm pretty sure he's going to own the football team by the end of his career too. oh absolutely uh, <clears throat> uh as soon as he doesn't play for the team anymore yeah. uh he will own the chiefs probably yeah but uh, and, and that's that's something I noticed, and that was uh, kind of impressive. Flipping through the media guide, is that Angie and Brittany were labeled before Chris, and then, mm -hmm. and then Patrick obviously behind them. Uh, I think that's uh, that's intentional. I would I would guess to to show uh, the power of women in sports. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Angie and uh, Brittany both have been pretty much uh, 
in the forefront of the face. Um, Chris, uh, he, you know, if you'd see him on Twitter, he's uh, very good at hyping up. But I mm. think that that's a really good role is like he's hyping up. But Angie is I think she's probably the biggest face of the ownership mm -hmm. group. Um, she's the one who will you'll see the most talking. Um, and I think that's pretty cool. Obviously, um, you know, I all four of them have been great, but you don't see a lot of ownership groups where the women are in the forefront. And I think okay. that, like you said, that's intentional and my computer shut down. Oh, <laughs> okay. Nope. There we go. Oh. I can finish that sentence. Yep, I don't there we know are. Why. We got you. <laughs> All right. I don't know where I stopped. My screen froze, which is weird because the video is on and that uh, shouldn't have happened. Yeah, I, I heard I heard and saw all of that. Uh, okay. But uh, you, you were really talking about Angie being the one that's in the forefront yeah. and, and showing that uh, that women are leading from the yeah. front in, in uh, this sport. And it's translating over into other sports. Uh, we've mm -hmm. seen success in League One uh, now um, uh, with uh, Amanda Powers, who was, mm -hmm. who was running FC Tucson now, even though they're in League Two, but really taking the forefront on that. And, and that's, that's one of the things that really uh, struck me when I read the media guide was that th this isn't, you know, uh, Angie is, is Chris wife. This is Angie yeah. is Angie and Brittany is Brittany. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, uh, especially for her, cause that doesn't seem to be a treatment she gets very often in the media. It's yeah. always, it's Patrick and his wife yeah. uh, and their kids. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah. that was really good to see. Yeah. And it's really uh, great as well because you know, the internet and people, how they mm. talk and all that. And it's like, yeah. well, whatever idea you have about this woman isn't true. Um, this is her money. She made yeah. her own money. Mm -hmm. She's the, she is a investor and an owner in this team just as much as anyone else. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it really showed it actually when Patrick joined yeah. to be like, no, he was not the money mm -hmm. guy. This was yep. Brittany. So. Yeah. Did, uh, does she ever show up to training? And, and play around or, or anything, do you know? I, th I think she does occasionally. Obviously, yeah. just having the two kids uh, mm, over the yeah. last couple of years mm. makes it hard. But I know that um, I have seen stuff getting involved. Um, if anything else, um, you know, she's definitely at games and stuff like that. So I think she's also kind of Patrick's manager right now, if mm. I think remember correctly. So I think she's very busy. I don't think she actually has her own business anymore, I think. Love. Lots it's of mom and Patrick fire. now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, toughest job in the world. And then uh, second toughest managing a husband yeah. and, <laughs> and keeping them on track. Uh, yeah. Two time Super Bowl winner uh, managing yep. is pretty a lot of work. Absolutely. The uh, and, and that's something else that really appeals to me is an ownership group that is involved with with the team itself that will go and visit practices. Uh, we have a, a uh, you know, shout out again, Union Omaha. Gary Green has been doing all of those things. He, he will come and he will sit with the supporters. Liverpool, not so much. You've got an ocean across and maybe yeah. we'll send a video. So that that's one of those things that I look for is how involved is the ownership, not from a micromanaging standpoint, but from actually getting to know the team. And I, yeah. I get the feeling that they get to know the team and the front office and, mm -hmm. and the people that work for them. Yeah. From everything I've you know heard you see on the stories, they are pretty involved. I know that we've had supporter meetings before, mm -hmm. um, especially last off season where mm -hmm. they were actually at the training facility on the call with the front office to talk to us as well. Okay. So nice. Yeah. Which is, uh, not every place does that. Right. And, and again, they listen to you. Yes. Mm -hmm. They, they've, uh, they've incorporated some of the suggestions that yep. you guys have had, uh, 
Um, yeah. Anything, anything stick, stick to mind that, that like, no, they really are listening to us. I think the biggest thing right now is the seating for the new stadium. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that's really important to us is accessibility. Um, yep. And we just wanted to talk. Um, I, people have a lot of opinions about safe standing and safe standing is great. And we're like, that's fine. But we want to make sure that all of our members are comfortable and not off to the yep. side. So can we discuss how that works and making sure that everybody has a place there. Mm -hmm. And from what the first time they put it publicly to the 3D renderings of the seats we saw last week, they have made those changes incorporated and really listened to our feedback, which um, which is great for all of our members and anyone. Great for me, my knees hurt um, at, yeah. after games. So um, personally, I'm excited as well. Um, yeah. So just, listening i think with the stadium is a big one because that's mm -hmm. such a big project yeah and, and anytime you get into building a stadium those those are going to be the key aspects mm -hmm. um the uh the cost and everything else is all there but is, is it going to be worth it are you going to get the people in are they mm -hmm. going to be able to enjoy the match exactly. uh you know thinking thinking to certain stadiums i've been to where no you're you're actually behind a seat Mm -hmm. And not just a, a seat stadium seating, but I've seen like rows of seats and you're trying to cut across that yeah. half the half the pitch is gone. So uh, that that's an excellent example, I think, of of ownership actually listening and saying, you know, architects can say one thing, but we're telling you something mm -hmm. else. Absolutely. So. Um, so aside from that, what what do you see them as far as involvement in the community, not just the ownership group, but the but the team itself? Because yeah. that's, uh, you know, the, the reason you support local is because they support you. So how how is that working out down there? Yeah, this team seems to really put an emphasis on the community. Uh, that's been part of the identity um, since day one with the Casey baby as the motto, mm -hmm. but really get involved. Um, so at that point, we were discussing that the whole point of mm -hmm. being a supporter is finding a sense of community, finding a sense of bonding mm -hmm. uh, with those other supporters. So um, and the best way to do that is get out in the community. And so if if they are actually community involved, you guys have any any big community involvement coming up? Um, I am struggling to think of one <laughs> at this uh, second. Yeah. Um, you know, we have us as a supporter group kind of has um, our own type of community involvement as well. Mm -hmm. That's one thing we've been focused on. So I'm, I, you know, my mind is more focused on what's our next activity with the supporter group, but I, I'm pretty sure the team has something coming. Well, soon. I mean, that's, that's part of it too, yeah. right? Is it's, it's not just about the team. You shouldn't expect the team to, to go yeah. out and do everything. Right. So what, what does the supporters group got going on? Yeah. So we've um, it's something that we, always wanted to do better uh, from the old days we weren't as involved so it's kind of a couple different um, couple different uh, sides one is um, we want to protect our community and that mm -hmm. involves how can we support people as these laws are being passed um, you know especially in the state of Missouri I think that's yep. the big one and so mm -hmm. we have a um, we have a group, our groups on Discord. We have a channel just to dedicate like, hey, who can we write to today? Right. Who can we um, talk to? How can we stand up against the laws, protect our our members, mm -hmm. our friends, and the overall community? And I mm -hmm. think that's one thing that we've really um, focused on because, you know, it's been relentless these last couple months and yeah. um, that's important to us. And then we also... Um, are doing our own thing with different organizations. We had a diaper drive at a watch party 
mm -hmm. um, last week um, okay. for the Angel City game. Yeah. And we got so many diapers and we didn't even know the team was doing theirs on Mother's Day. Yeah. And we were so excited that we're like, hey, um, if you weren't able to come to the watch party, come to mm -hmm. the tailgate. So we yeah. um, there were so many diapers at that stadium yesterday between the team and our diaper drive. Um, nice. But different stuff like that. Um, I know there's a community pickup, um, mm -hmm. you know, litter, stuff like that. So we have a member that is so passionate about it that we went to and we're like, hey, we want you to really like take the take charge on this and, yeah. you know, be be the person who can really um, lead because you love it and we want to do as much as we can. And, and that again, rallying the supporters and, and it's, it's uh, not just about the team. It's about the, the community and the cause. Exactly. I, I love, I love hearing stuff like that. So onto the, onto the lighter side of it though, then let, uh, let's talk about some of your, uh, you mentioned the tailgates. So mm -hmm. how, how, how awesome are the tailgates? How, how do they go down? They're so great. Um, our tailgates, uh, we call them teal gates since teal is our Fair. identity, which is all uh, fun. It, they just keep getting bigger. Um, we get out there right when the, um, Parking lots open, which is about three hours before. Mm -hmm. um, we've been doing themes this year. So yeah. we had kind of a wine uh, tasting type thing oh, yesterday. Nice. Uh, we've had, um, we were playing Gotham a couple weeks ago. So we went okay. with that easy, like decent yeah. comics thing. So yeah. there was different um, uh, food and snacks with that. But really it's been just a place where um, people can come and meet other people. We have our mm -hmm. membership pickup. Um, right. We have lots of free food and beverages. Um, Boulevard beer um, has, yeah. they're a great sponsor. They, yeah. if you go to them and be like, Hey, we have a group tailgate. And they're like, how much beer do you want? Like, yes. Thank you. <laughs> that That's the tailgate you want to be at. It's not, it's exactly. how much here, here, have it. Exactly. Okay. So All right. we have the drinks. Um, so yeah, it's been a, it's a, it's, been a place where I think we've had our biggest success getting members right. because everyone's welcome. We never want to charge for a tailgate. Okay. Um, that's something that's really important to us. Um, if you're just walking by and you're like, who are these people? Come get a beer, have a snack and hang out with people who are just as passionate as you are. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're great. Um, yeah. You know, I, I joined Blue Crew back in, back in the day from a tailgate yeah. and um, so did, you know, other people who are working. So right. that's a great way to get new members and get the next generation really involved as well. I mean, food, food brings everyone together. Exactly. Drink, uh, where, where there's food and drink, uh, you, you got a bunch of happy people at that point. And who doesn't want to be around happy people? Exactly. Uh, so fair, fair enough. Um, so outside of that, in, in, when you get into the match, uh, what's the atmosphere like? What are you? Do you guys have any like special traditions? Anything that that like would really get get a neutral into? Hey, maybe this is where I want to be. Well, one thing that really has just elevated us so much is that we actually have a drum line, uh, mm -hmm. surface yeah. tension. So <laughs> nice. back, yeah, yeah. it's so cool. Well done. Uh, back back in twenty twenty one when we were. Um, at the ballpark, we had our old drums and no rhythm. And mm -hmm. Carrie, who is a band teacher, was like, can I bring my drums? So she was like, you guys suck. Can I play? And <laughs> she came in and it is yeah. so great. And usually yeah. there are um, there are more people than drums at this point because everyone just wants to get involved. And we have yeah. a lot of drums. So that's yeah. a big thing. Wow. So I think that's really been um, the thing that has made our section just keep expanding is um, that beat, the fun. Yeah. Um, uh, I know our capo, 
Brooke, she she likes to have fun. She'll maybe dress up and do do yeah. wacky stuff. And I think that's brought people in as well. So we try to have have fun because it's yeah. a sport. So like you can't take it too too seriously. And I think that's a, a mistake sometimes people make. We're like, yes. we're there to have fun. Um, you know, obviously we don't want to be down to zero um, in a game, yeah. but we're not going to be sad because that's not going to do anything to help the players either. Right. So, and you know, we, you get a lot of toxicity in supporters groups. Um, I don't know how, uh, how your relationships are with some of the other supporters groups or some of the other supporters sections, but uh, it, it's very easy to hear that, that very vocal minority that's toxic, especially mm -hmm. if you look on Twitter, if you look on Instagram, uh, you know, somebody is always calling for the coach's head or calling for the player's head. How, how are you guys able to deal with that? Do you find that there's a, a vocal minority there that, that tends to be pretty toxic? Not really. Um, you know, I'm sure it's bound to happen. Um, we are still in this um, kind of turning point in women's mm -hmm. soccer that is becoming the broader appeal. Mm -hmm. uh, but right now we still have our community that was small, has been yeah. working to save the league. So at least for smaller markets, quote unquote, smaller markets. We haven't seen that as much. Um, we also all have really good relationships with other supporter groups. So if mm -hmm. it does happen, we can be like, hey, what do you guys do when this happens? Right. So we've been lucky and hopefully it stays like that. Does that include rival supporters groups? Are you yes. guys in good with them as well? Mm -hmm. Yep. I, uh, I known a lot of these people who have been around as long as I have. Um, so, you know, maybe go stay with them. I've stayed with um, other support group people. I was in LA for the Angel City game and I went to the tailgates um, pretty early. I, they fed me for free. We all hugged, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of a nice, uh, you know, we're all just doing the same thing. Now, during the match, I don't want to look at them. They can yeah. go away. And um, I, I hate them during the match, but um, before sometimes after it depends how the game went. uh you know these are they're just this they're doing the same thing they're just in a different city how uh do you have a favorite uh of the other support uh rival supporters groups that uh i we love to hate these guys the most i think that um chicago local is probably yeah. that they were our forced rivals back in the day mm -hmm. the league tried this thing where it's like oh rivalries and we're like this is ridiculous yeah um, so that's probably it. And we give each other a hard time. I know yeah. that they were trying some trash talk last year. Mm -hmm. So I went through and I edited a video of every time they choked in the playoffs. Oh. And uh, I did get one well really mean message about that. But otherwise, yeah. they were like, that's horrible. That's yeah. hilarious. So yep, you got us. That, that's beautiful when you when you have a couple of supporters groups that can go at each other like that mm -hmm. and then actually share a beer or or drink of choice drink responsibly right uh mm -hmm. afterwards that's that's really that sense of community that you're looking for and so yeah. that, that's that's amazing I'll, I'll have to i'll have to see if chicago local uh says the same thing when we talk to them later about, <laughs> you about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so um so the the unity and, and everything else is it sounds like you guys are doing the right things. Mm -hmm. And uh, where where do you see the support going in Kansas City uh, from here? What What's the future look like for, for you guys? I think it's going to keep growing. Obviously, um, 
you had mentioned we set a record at the game yesterday. Um, we, I think that's only going to keep happening. Kind of the new stadium's um, capacity going to open a little lower, but yeah. eventually it's going to go up, and I think we'll keep setting the records. And I think people are going to keep getting excited. People like a new stadium. They want they like something that they can't get into, and I think that might happen a couple of times. Um, but I think I think it's going to keep growing. I think that. Um, people see it's it's fun. Um, yeah. Even when it's not going so well, it's fun. Yeah. They can relate to the players, all of that. So I know, you know, and yeah. you know, for us, um, our membership, just watching how that has been growing, kind mm -hmm. of an idea. And we've already, it's only May, and we're way past our record number of members. Yeah. Um, we were second game of the season past that so nice. if that means anything i yeah. think that is just growing exponentially that's it's it's great to hear you guys uh is, is there a thought of uh branches uh you know you, you yeah. mentioned there's a, there's a few union omaha fans up here mm -hmm. that, are, that are also blue crew supporters uh do we have a uh, official supporters group or uh, official branches in the works? Uh, kind of. Uh, I think it's up to, you know, everybody's doing their own thing, but we do have a lot of um, active members who are in different mm -hmm. places. So people are starting to do like their own watch parties and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Uh, we have a large, a lot of people in Dallas, um, mm -hmm. you know, it was the closest team um, yeah. until Houston came and no Dallas right. person is going to root for a Houston team. Fact. Facts. So we have a large Dallas and they've started their own watch parties. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have Omaha members a lot in Des Moines. Yeah. Um, so starting that, we have had um, even people in Wichita who are, it's only a couple, it's not too long yeah. of a drive, but, yeah. you know, they're get together if they can't make it out for a game, do a watch party. So I think it's the little splinter. We haven't had any official capacity, you know, right. Um, you know, these are an undershoot, but I think it's, um, if you want to create your own group within it, that's cool. You know, yeah. um, it's a community. So in the broader community, if you can find even a smaller community right. of people, that's awesome. Oh, brilliant. So, um, I say it, it sounds like the supporter culture and everything else around it is going to be really fun. It's going to be mm -hmm. really uh, enjoyable. Uh, and especially if you are in the Kansas City area, support local, like come out and, and see everything. Um, but you, you mentioned a little bit about the team. Now, let, let's talk about the team. Uh, yeah. They're kind of their on pitch history. They don't really have a deep history in this iteration. Yeah. Uh, and I know they, they did not have a very successful first year. They turned it around their second year, had a really rocky start to this first the, this year. Mm -hmm. um, how, how has the, the on-pitch product been, though? It's not, it's not always whether they win or lose, but what, what are we looking at as far as the play style? Uh, obviously, I, I think the players probably give it their all and show mm -hmm. each match. But, but what, what are your thoughts on the kind of how entertaining are they to watch? I think it's an entertaining group to watch. Um, you, you really saw it last year. Um, the team's personality with celebrations, um, a team that was last who worked to bring their um, go to all the way to the final. Mm -hmm. I think this year has been a little bit of both. I think that there's been the biggest issue has been injuries. And yeah. so it's hard to really tell, um, you know, how enjoyable it is because you're like, man, I know the perfect person who would have been in that spot or been able to. So this it's been, you know, hit or miss. We 
had a rough start. Um, I think that our last coach's style just quit working and it was very obvious um, with the product. I think that when our, our interim coach right now um, came in, it did feel a little looser. It felt like they were having more fun. It was fun. It's been fun to watch. Um, Now the last two games, it's been a little bit of a disconnect, but again, you see like, man, if this person wasn't injured, I think it would, you know, go smooth. So, yeah, I, I, uh, I know a couple of the, of the blue crew, uh, members up here, associated members up here. And, and I watch the discord chats all the time and just the frustration and the, they can do it, but, uh, but there's always, there's always the hope. There's always that heart there. Um, but you, you did mention, uh, going through a couple of coaches, you did just mm-hmm. fire your coach, uh, a few weeks ago. Um, do you think that was like, has that affected any of the supporters? Was it a good move? Was it a bad move? You said you think that the the style was wearing a little yeah. thin. Um, how's how's that going? Yeah, I think if some people were starting to get frustrated, I mm-hmm. think that the change was made early enough that it really didn't get to that boiling point that yeah. you see. Um, not to talk about you know a different team, but like Sporting KC's having an yeah. issue where a lot yes. of people are calling for for Meats to be fired. You, yes it never got to that point. It was a, is this worky? Oh, no, he's gone. Okay. Type thing. So, and and I imagine, you know, happening right, just right before the cup match, right before, uh, um, Carol went out and, and got a two nil, uh, on what less than 24 hours notice. I I imagine it came as a surprise. Yeah. Uh, does it, does it seem like though there, there is going to be some stability there with the watchability and the play style and everything else? I, I think so. I hope so. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's been a rough two matches, but I think going out and winning um, the first three and seeing the styles in two, from what I can see, the players kind of enjoy it a little more. Um, I hope that there's some stability. Um, she's not, you know, the permanent head coach. I would right. really, I think she really deserves a chance to yes. be the permanent head coach. Um so yeah, I think that there is a lot of potential for that. And I think that, I think being also new, I don't think she was expecting to be obviously it's that right. coach. So yeah. there's still that experimenting, yeah. but um, I think that if it continues what it's been, it has been a lot more fun to watch and I think it will be good. Well, yeah. And, and uh, she's had success in Sweden, uh, mm-hmm. had success as a player uh, with, uh, with the, um, the the Swedish team there and the Federation there, uh, it looks like she's got a decent pedigree. So uh, no. I I, I kind of echo that. I hope that they do give her a chance, uh, especially if you guys are excited and energized by the new product and and what you're seeing on the field. Yeah, I mean we were all having a little too much fun after winning, you know, three straight. We're like best yep. coach in the history of the sport yep. type stuff. Yeah, new new manager bounce is great, and then then suddenly the wall <laughs> exactly. comes. You're like, oh oh yeah, there there's there's a thing. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. But again, as long as you're having fun with it. Um, mm-hmm. so onto the players, who who are some of the star standout players that that you would want to follow, and and not just because of on the pitch, like likability. Uh, I know uh, Steven Gerrard solidified my love for Liverpool. Uh, watching him play, who who are some of the players that you guys have that are like that? I think. Uh... Probably the biggest one, especially for the KC area, is Lola Bonta. Um, mm-hmm. She yep. actually was a player that came in during the FC Kansas City days, mm-hmm. um, played for us, um, went to Utah, came back. Um, Lo is um, pretty popular in the community, not just 
uh, by herself. I think that there are some people because of her husband, but I think it's low herself. She stands alone. Um, and she has fun. That's really where I think last year made a turning point was when yeah. she started scoring all those goals and having the celebrations and yeah. really um, showed that it's a game. It's yeah. a game. Let's have fun with it. So I think low is really um, a great one to watch. Um, we also have, um, I think, Dabinia, one of the mm -hmm. best players yep. in the world. Um, yep. I have no, I, nobody expected her to sign with us. I didn't, I really, as an Arsenal fan as well, I was yeah. like, yeah, she's coming to Arsenal. We need yeah. that. And yep. then all of a sudden she's like, oh, it's for the current. How did that happen? Yeah. Um, so I think Davinia, um, you know, Brazilian soccer players yep. always are fun to watch. Um, just the talent on the ball. Um, so you have Davinia, um, you have, um, we have some players coming back. I think Claire Laverge is one mm -hmm. of my favorite to watch. Um, she tore her ACL last fall. I, yeah. I think she's she tore it in October. I think she's coming back here. Like she's ready, which is yeah. just remarkable. But you know, just her style of play. Um, she played one game, and literally everybody became obsessed with her. We're like, yes, we yeah. love Claire. This is this is the player. Yeah. Um, but and there are a lot of locals. Um, yeah. There's a lot of Casey locals. You have CC. You have Addison. Um, you just have so many that are part of the community, which I think makes a big difference as well. Yeah. And that's the, the homegrown, not mm -hmm. just in the country, but the actual homegrown that actually cares about the team and, and willing to support. Do, we, do any of them ever join you for, for any of the, the post-match activities or, or out in town? Yeah. Uh, not really. Um, we, you know, back in the day, I think mm -hmm. we, since it was closer, we, you know, there was a little more, um, yeah. we kind of are letting them, you know, keep that distance. But I know like yeah. last year, there was um, a couple times where we went to ice cream with a couple of them. Mm -hmm. um, I, if you had followed them, there was a crew that went to um, a local ice cream place like every single day, nice. every single day. And so um, a couple of us had posted a picture going yeah. there and then it's like, let's go. Yeah. So yeah, we've done stuff like that, which has been fun. Let's, let's get that ice cream bag. We get that 13 match unbeaten streak. Thing exactly. Going again. Uh, get, get the ice cream going. <laughs> every yeah. single day. Like we went, uh, a couple of us yeah. went and the people working are like, Hey, I was wondering when you were coming in today. Yeah. Stuff. Nice. And, and how, how'd they react to it? Uh, you know, the players seemed really um, excited. It was uh, a, lo a lot of them were younger players who are kind mm -hmm. of getting to know the professional culture and right. stuff like that. Um, really just interested in us as well. Yeah. So that was really cool. So hopefully we get something like that. Um, you know, we also have people who like Desi Scott, who, mm -hmm. you know, 10 years at this point has been yeah. known us. So, you know, don't do stuff, but, you know, have that connection where, you know, we'll banter or, you know, talk and be like, Hey, how's it going Desi? You know, long time no see type thing. Yeah, wave back to you and acknowledge you yeah. as, as they as they go yeah. past. And honestly, I think Desi probably has five blue crew scars at this point because we're just like, hey, you want another one? <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, when 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 they're willing to to be supporters as well as players, that's a that's a great mm -hmm. thing too. Um, so I guess I guess um, really, who who could we expect to see at the at the World Cup here this summer? Yeah, I think oh, Dabinia, uh for right. Brazil is definitely, um, I think that a big one that uh, is, you know, we're all on pins and needles is, is AD French going to be the third mm -hmm. keeper. Yeah. Um, 
and nobody knows. <laughs> Literally right. nobody knows. I I would love to see her. Um, but also I like AD and kids, you know, it's that club yeah. versus country where you're like, that would be cool, but also please stay here. Yes. Um, yeah. Desi, um, a Canadian hero. Um, so I think that you'll get some um, really build that excitement. Um, but yeah, I, I can't decide if I want AD. I mean, I want AD to go for her personally. Yes. Like yeah. that is really cool. As a fan, I'm like, I mean, we don't have a ton of games during, you know, there's a yeah. break. Yeah. Do you want to but stay here? I, that's that's still more minutes that they'd be playing and, uh -huh. and more travel time and all of that. Yeah, we, we saw that with the uh with the interruption of the World Cup for uh for the uh European leagues and, mm -hmm. and yeah, that, that just threw so many people off their game and you don't want that. Yeah. Um, so uh move on then the 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 players, the pitch, the atmosphere, it all sounds good. How how easy is it to watch if you're not there, or how easy is it to get a ticket like average family uh going out uh how much are we going to spend getting there or uh what are we going to need to do to watch them yeah watching it is hard um you know nwsl is still in a long-term partnership with paramount plus mm -hmm. um now i will say that paramount plus a lot of people do have it for soccer so that yeah. could be good um mm -hmm. unfortunately they only put four games this season on big cbs which is oh, just yeah. infuriating yep. um so with that you know, it's a little harder. Um, they do have some local, we do have some local broadcast in Cadence City and mm. some radio stuff as well. Um, coming to the game, uh, if you're local, um, I don't think it's too bad, you know, too bad to get to Sporting uh, Children's mm -hmm. Mercy Park. I think right. that, you know, it's a destination for soccer. You go for sporting games, yep. you're used to it. Um, out of towners, maybe it's a little more uh, difficult because mm -hmm. it is a little out of the way. Yeah. for what most people expect instead of, you know, in the city, it, you're going to drive 20 or unless you get that hotel, you know, the hotel's right there. You're yeah. going to be driving 20, 25 minutes, um, public transportation. It's not like it's uh, New York city. You're going to want to drive type stuff. So it's really harder uh, money wise. I think that the tickets are still decent. Um, mm -hmm. It really just where you want to stand. I know we've worked really hard with the supporter tickets to make sure it stays reasonable. Mm -hmm. um, I know my season tickets were less than 200, which is great. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's something that's really important to us. Right. Um, I think, you know, obviously main seats are going to be a little more, but you're not going to break the bank uh, mm -hmm. to go to a game. There's also other general admission seating as well. Right. So, yeah, I think it's successful. I think going to games will get harder when the new stadium, oddly enough, because, yeah, yeah it's a good spot. Um but we wouldn't have had our attendance number yesterday at mm -hmm. the new stadium. They're going to have to expand that soon. But wow, it's going to be the hot ticket in town, basically. Right. Uh, do do you expect the ticket prices then, obviously, to to go up to help defray the cost of that stadium? Or and, yeah, and I mean, concessions still reasonable and concessions is hard. I hope mm -hmm. that new stadium. Yeah, um, you know, we are we are at the mercy of children's mercy park and yep. sporting casey so yep. paid those prices um you know deal with what they want to so maybe at um the current game um if they decide that they don't want to open every food stand you know that's their prerogative so um yeah you know yay children's yeah. mercy park sporting casey yeah. 
what 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 I'm hearing is uh, stop by the tailgates, get everything you need to before you get in. Uh, maybe hit Legends afterwards, right? And exactly. right, right across the way. Uh, I think they've got a Dave and Buster's down there, and, and a couple mm-hmm. other like exactly. places you can go and 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 post game if you want to. Uh, all safely, of course, and all all responsibly. Yes. But uh, yeah, but yeah, we are bounded by MLS type pricing. Um, yeah. Even if um, I think that it would be reasonable not to be bounded by that, but yeah. you know, it is what it is. We're mm-hmm. their guests, I guess. Is there is there a good relationship with the uh, with the MLS club between uh, the current and the MLS club or it could be better it could be better fair, fair enough um, yeah we're we're seeing a lot of that uh, I don't want to go too deep into it but uh, definitely some of the things that we've seen coming out especially out of Southern California mm-hmm. um, it, it it makes you worry sometimes I think and uh, as long as uh, as long as the league and especially as long as the team are, are going to be able to persevere through that and kind of do their own thing. Uh, I, I think there's there's a lot to hope for uh, yeah. for the future there. I think that if we weren't getting the new stadium next year, maybe I would be a little more concerned. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, it's it's fine. It's you know we're not affiliate we're not technically affiliated, yeah. so it's as good as we're going to get with two separate organizations with two yeah. separate goals. Yeah, and as long as it doesn't interfere with the game day experience exactly. and and the, the supporter experience, that's that's really more where I'm going at. Is mm-hmm. they're, they're not they're not having anything that that's shutting you down. Uh, there are things that could be better, but there's nothing that's just directly going to kill your game day experience, right? We can't have our cowbells anymore, which is uh, oh no, a bit, yeah, um, you know, love them oh. or hate them. That has been something that. Oh. Uh, apparently aren't allowed at sporting games so we can't have it anymore wow. but we're uh, not gonna, yeah call, call up christopher walken he'll he'll, he'll get it straightened out for we're, you we're trying yeah. but you know <laughs> if we can't have our cowbells we'll just be silly and like yell cowbell 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 <laughs> that that'll do Mm-hmm. Do, make do with what you can yeah uh maybe you know a couple of rim shots here or there on the on the drums and so if well, there's stuff you have you know we'll still you know we'll have fun and figure something yeah. out. So. Oh, all right. So uh, I think that covers the main questions then that I had about you. And, and we've, uh, we've gone a pretty lengthy amount of time. I think I absolutely. I want to thank you for taking this much time. Is, is there anything that you would want to say uh, to a neutral, just kind of final pitch on coming over to support uh, Casey current coming over, being a part of the blue crew, mm-hmm. um, a- anything that, that maintains you or anything you want to say out? Yeah. I think that, you know, I'm very biased, but I think the current is a fun uh, team Mm. to support. I think that the sky's the limit. You're only seeing it grow bigger. Mm. Um, I think that right now the focus on the community is very exciting. You don't really necessarily always see, Um, you know, we might not have as many celebrity owners as some teams, but Mm -hmm. um, we are, we are community based and i think that that is something that is really to be proud of yeah well that's uh all of those things absolutely points in your favor danielle and, and again i want to i want to thank you for coming out representing the blue crew uh representing kansas city current and uh hopefully you know we'll uh we'll see in the uh, at the end of this when i when i reveal the scarf we'll see uh still got uh, 11 more clubs that we need to get through uh, but you, you know, you sound like a fun organization and, uh, and no matter what, uh, a lot of respect and, and a lot of love for, for what you guys are doing down there. So, uh, fully appreciate you coming on and thank you very much. So, Absolutely. um, 
for uh, companion articles, anything else like that, uh, what we've got going on. Uh, if you want to see a little bit more about the thought process going behind there, uh, you can just hit uh, rbpenguinmedia.com, uh, rbpenguinmedia uh, at gmail.com as well. Please like, subscribe, and if you are in Kansas City, support local. Go see The Current. Go see The Blue Crew. Uh, Danielle, one more time. Thank you much. Thank you so much. Thank you.